Good morning. A bit chilly out there, but uh, we will survive. And uh, a good way to survive is to be healthy. I'm Todd Miller from Wild Living Radio and Listen Up Talk Radio. Joined again this morning by Margaret Wallace Duffy from Wallace for Wellness. Good morning. Is it cold where you are? It certainly is, Todd, but it's a great Friday morning and Happy New Year. I don't think we've done a show uh, on WOW Radio in 2015, so this is an awesome day to kick things off. Happy New Year. We have not, and uh, we've got a wonderful topic that kind of relates to this time of year, the New Year. A lot of people want to be healthier and want to learn how to uh, take better care of themselves through nutrition and exercise, and, and I hear we have a great guest today. We certainly do. We're in for a real treat, in fact, and not just taking care of ourselves, but taking care of ourselves and our career. We are really honored this morning to have a special guest coming from the Annapolis Valley of Nova Scotia. Derek McEachran is a registered counseling therapist, a certified Canadian counselor, a well-being coach, a career specialist, educator, and most importantly, a father of two compassionate and open-minded kids, Jaden and Ella. Now, he is also the founder of Five Star Wellbeing, and we are so excited to have him on the show today to kick off our 2015 uh, season. Good morning and welcome, Derek. Good morning. I am so excited to have you. We certainly have a connection when it comes to having a passion for educating on well-being. And uh, I know you firsthand have a lot of experience in dealing with this topic. So why don't we kick off this morning with talking about what is this thing called well-being? Well, well-being is uh, an overall concept of how we manage uh, the challenges of our daily lives. Um, it includes physical, social, psychological, and it's our ability to kind of do that in a sustainable way. That's, you know, that's a really important Thing to raise because we hear the word all the time and myself as a therapist for 22 years and you certainly in counseling for for as long you know sustainable is the key and so many times things are thrown our way why is well-being so important um, holistically you mentioned mental and physical and social and you know we can really look at this holistic topic why is it so important well I think for a number of reasons. You know, first of all, um, often the way we measure our success is around things like financial, or we look at how happy we are. And we know that happiness and financial success uh, are, you know, certainly something that we want to strive for, but they also tend to be temporary and limited. So, what we're looking for, what we're aiming for with well being is to look you know, more carefully at what is the quality of our lives and how do we measure, you know, what are some of the areas that we can measure those in? Oh, you know what, that's such an important topic. And don't you think, Todd, you know, measurement is usually, as Derek said, in, in the money in our pocket or in our bank account. And we really do pride ourselves in just being busy and not paying attention and valuing um, our happiness and our well-being. Um, day-to-day. It's, it's funny that you mention that because as Derek was talking about, you know, the financial, the, the nice car, the nice house, all of those are external indicators of success, but they don't necessarily speak to the internal success, wh- what you feel, what you bring to the world. Would you agree uh, with that, Derek? Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, we can, we can also always put on uh, the mask and uh, on 
the outside we can look like things are going pretty well and we're pretty happy and you know as you said Todd we have the car or we have the house that sort of thing but underlying some of that you know we're all human and we have you know we, we're all uh, subject to human challenges and human problems. You're absolutely right. And so, Derek, when we, we know about this, there's a lot of talk about well-being, and I'm equally as passionate as you are about this topic. What's getting in the way for people? Why are we so tied up in the stuff and not paying attention to what really matters, which is being mindful of, of how we are feeling day to day, um, mentally, emotionally, and otherwise? Well, I think there's a number of reasons. Um, I think for the most part, you know, the messages that we're, we get, you know, from the media um, that we get in our lives are that um, somehow we're going to be able to escape some of the things that are, uh, some of the experiences that are very human. So um, I think the nature of being human is that we're going to experience pain, we're going to experience suffering, we're going to experience loneliness, as well as joy and pleasure and excitement and ecstasy and these things. But we want to kind of avoid the, the difficult things. And, you know, so much of what we see on TV or what we um, view online is about, you know, all the good stuff. And so we, we try to avoid the other stuff. Oh, that is so powerful. And I know as a parent, um, I've had this conversation with my children, you know, looking at all the social media platforms and, you know, for the most part, although sometimes people make bad decisions and share things I think they shouldn't be online, <laughs> but for the most part, they are, you know, looking from the outside. Everybody's lives look so fantastic and look at what we're doing. And, you know, and people are, especially our youth, are judging themselves against this, which is really not a good indicator. And it's really taking away our own personal joy of what of what really matters. So when we look at the five areas of well-being, I do love the name of your business. Um, so what are those five areas and and why are they so important to look at those five faucets? Well, when we when we look at our lives, um, again, we, we, we tend to focus mostly on, you know, sort of our career and, and financial and we're kind of forgetting the other parts, the social, the physical, the community. Um, and so it's really important that, we, that we're well across all of those areas and, and that we pay attention to more than just one or two of them. So Derek, I love the name of your business, Five Star Wellbeing, Career, Social, Physical, Financial, and Community. Can you speak to what that five, pillars stands for and what that really means? Yes. Um, well, first of all, in terms of well-being, there are a lot of different companies, organizations, and, and uh, governments who are, who are looking at well-being. And the five areas that, that I've chosen to sort of really focus on um, comes from and have been identified by the Gallup and Healthways organization. So my work is around supporting the research that's being done by those organizations. So career and purpose well-being is about liking what we do each day and being motivated to achieve our goals. Social is around having supportive relationships and love in our lives. Physical 
is related to having good health and enough energy to do what we want to do on a daily basis. Um, financial is around managing our economic lives to reduce stress and to increase security we feel in our lives. And finally, community is around liking and feeling safe in our communities and feeling a sense of pride and belonging in, in our communities. Can I ask a quick question? If, if any of those five areas are lacking, are those five areas intertwined? And if one of those areas suffers, do they all suffer? I mean, does the person who is lacking in one of those areas suffer somewhat? Exactly, Todd. Um, what happens is uh, when, when one of those areas suffers, we tend to find that people begin to suffer in other areas. Um, the, other, the other flip side of that and the positive side is that when we start to increase one or two of those areas, um, we begin to thrive in, in across all those areas. And that's so powerful because I think it really does make it feel much more attainable when you can start off in small pieces, which I think is why it's so valuable to see someone like you, Derek, because I think sometimes we're in the middle of a storm in our lives and we really are having a hard time finding our way. It can feel overwhelming and almost paralyzing. And and therefore, you, you just stop and you perhaps don't do anything. When you see someone like you, is it your role to help bring some clarity and, and to make them realize that exactly what you're saying, when we do something in one area, all of a sudden exponentially, you're going to see that cascade into the other areas. That becomes so motivating. Do you see that in your, in your clinical practice? I really do. Um, I've seen it not only in my practice, but I've also seen it in my own life. Um, you know, as a therapist, I often pay attention to, you know, what's happening for someone emotionally or uh, psychologically. But as I've gained experience as a therapist, I've, I've had to re and, and learned about, you know, in my own life through working with naturopaths and massage therapists and people like that, that I have to pay attention to a whole bunch of different areas. And I can't just pay attention to one as a therapist so that I can help people um, get the support they need across their lives. Oh, bravo. For 22 years, I have been working with uh, counselors and therapists like you. You know, on our tables in our clinic at Wallace for Wellness, often we uncover, um, you know, emotional things that are out of our scope of practice. I can deal with that when they're in my clinic and then I refer to people like you. What I love about what you're say saying, Derek, is that the reverse is also true. And as healthcare professionals, we need to band together uh, and all work collaboratively, holistically for a patient-centered care because they cannot be separated. The mind and body and the spirit are intertwined in one. And as, as Todd so eloquently asked, you know, they all do affect one another. But the good news story of this, because I know when someone is feeling down and maybe they're they're listening in today and, and they're feeling really discouraged and their whole world feels like it's tumbling in. Mm -hmm. When you take that one step and start to make some small changes, maybe it's getting more sleep or or perhaps it's going for a regular massage or or I'm sure you can give us some other examples of, of what you, you say to people, Derek then all of a sudden the lights start to get a little bit brighter and other areas also start to get clearer. And that's what I love about what Five Star Wellbeing is doing, is really focusing on the fact that 
although you're really good at what you do, Derek, and you recognize uh, through your own story, which I'm excited to hear you share, that it is, is crucial, it's absolutely essential to look at all those areas in order to have sustainable health. So speaking of which, can you tell us a little bit about why you're so passionate about this? Tell us your story and why you're bringing so much to that counseling room to help others because of your own experience. Well, I think I think where, where I am in my life in terms of um, wanting to help people, and that's been something that's been kind of a passion of mine since I was really young. Um, I've always known that I wanted to help people and that, you know, led me into teaching. And as a teacher, I started to see that um, there was kids that were kind of hurting in the classroom and I didn't necessarily have the time. You know, there was a curriculum to teach. I wanted to help those kids. So I went back and I, and I did my master's in counseling and um, returned I returned from Hong Kong. Actually, I had taught overseas for six years in Hong Kong. And <clears throat> when I came back, you know, life started to happen. Um, we had kids, uh, and unfortunately, you know, our marriage didn't work out. So that was the first major stressor that I think I started to feel. Um, and, and, you know, as Todd said, it didn't just affect, you know, my relationship. It affected my career. It affected... Um, my physical health it affected me financially you know so it affected me in terms of community we talk about you know social or community um suddenly you're not as connected to certain people in your lives because you know people feel divided when divorce happens so you know all of these things um affected me and uh over the years i found myself in a in a great job but working at a long distance in a commute that was really taking huge chunks of my life away. I think I was driving three hours, almost three hours a day and, you know, 60 hours a month. So, um, I'm sure many people can relate to across the country, Derek, which, absolutely. Is, which is a major stressor. So I'm glad that you raised that topic. So over time, you know, it was starting to wear me down and I was getting exhausted and I think you know, I mentioned this, I've mentioned this in workshops to teachers, you know, you get that feeling of I've got get my summer off and I get my energy back and then, you know, over the year there's this gradual decline again. And people probably experience that with, you know, vacations and the holidays, right? So, you know, eventually I realized like I was, I really hit a wall and I needed, I needed help. So um, I took some time off work and really had to sit down and reflect on like what's happening for me. Um, I thought that I was just, I, I knew I was tired. Went to see the doctor and found out that, um, you know, my vitamin levels were really low. My thyroid was not doing well. And, uh, you know, um, with working with both my doctor and my naturopath, we identified that I had adrenal fatigue. And so I just, had to make this decision that I took a year off and um, have focused my energy on building this business. You know, I think the courage in sharing your story, especially as a male, I'm not a male, obviously, <laughs> um, 
But I, I do think there is a real stigma with men. And first of all, acknowledging and recognizing, and I don't even want to use the word weakness because that is, there's so much strength in what you're saying, Derek. But the reality is um, it's not, a, you know, it's not cool and, and socially accepted to say, wait a minute, first of all, I need help. Secondly, I'm actually going to make the leap to do something for my own well-being. That takes huge courage. And I don't know what your thoughts are, Todd, about this, but I think, boy, oh boy, are you ever bringing phenomenal uh, insight for people to relate to, Derek, by sharing your courage and now opening up this through uh, Five Star uh, Wellbeing, because it is, you're not alone. You weren't alone, Derek. And, and I do believe that this is a real serious issue in our society. And so many people are suffering in silence and, um, and it's not good. It's 2015 and we're still fighting this uh, male stereotype of the strong silent type where guys are uh, expected to keep everything inside, not cry, be the providers. And that is shifting, but there's still a vast majority that um, that see that stereotype as one that uh, should stay in place. But then there, there are guys like Derek that are standing up and saying, you know what, I'm okay to say that I've had some troubles and maybe I'm not feeling great. And uh, I want to share that with other people because I think there are more people than just me that are suffering like this and really need to hear from someone else that stood up and said, yeah, you know what, um, I don't have it all going on right now and I need to make some changes. And maybe you do. Maybe we can work together. And what I love about this is with the masters like you have, Derek, your personal experience and now your clinical experience merged together to create this platform in Five Star Wellbeing uh, to empower not just men but women and families across the country to take control of their well-being holistically and live the best life they can is, is a really powerful story. Um, so when we talk about what you're doing in your career now, it's so, so exciting. Can you speak to some of the services that, that yourself and Five five-star well-being is offering? Yeah. Um, so what we want to do, as I mentioned, you know, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, I am a therapist and I've worked for many years as a career counselor. And so I want to bring those services um, to individuals, both in sort of a face-to-face -face setting, but I want to also um, do this online. So we have um, the ability to now with technology to meet people where they are, just as we're doing this interview. So we don't have to wait for, uh, you know, or people don't necessarily have to meet in a face-to-face -face setting. We can do that online. Which is awesome because then you can reach across the country and beyond and and also stay connected um, on the go, which I think is, is so important. And even from a business perspective, you are working with uh, corporations, are you not, to, to help with not just career, but to improve workplace wellness? Yeah, so we have developed uh, workshops um, and seminars that we will go in and deliver to companies and organizations who are, are realizing for themselves that the way that people are working uh, is not sustainable um, and, and that we have to, we have to uh, find other ways to um, help people both work and, but also manage their lives outside of work. So we know that from, from research that when people take care of their well-being, um, they are happier, they're more productive, they don't tend to 
be, uh, you know, get sick as often, and they don't suffer from the kinds of um, illnesses and, and diseases that keep them off work for extended periods of time. So it actually has a positive impact on the bottom line operations, which is so, so important. Um, because, because the employer has to see the benefit in these programs as well, and they certainly are starting to do that. I know we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago that I'd love for you to share with others. When it comes to your services, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or with businesses, people do have some coverage for, for these types of services, and even some organizations. There is funding out there, is there not, to help support these types of programs to bring into your organizations. Can you speak a little bit to that, Derek? Well, particularly here in Nova Scotia, there is funding for companies and organizations to upskill employees. I'm looking at um, looking at other provinces to see what kind of funding is out there to 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 provide these kind of uh, this kind of education to people as well. Derek, thank you so much for kicking off our 2015 uh, series here on Wow Living Radio. I hope that you'll come back um, as we progress through the year because I'm sure I know you've got lots more to share with us. Great. Well, I've really enjoyed it and thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Now, if you want more information about Five Star Wellbeing, you can visit them online at fivestarwellbeing.com. Be sure to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and all the social media platforms. And Todd, as always, it's a pleasure to be here with you and listen up talk radio. We've got lots of great shows coming your way. So until next time, be well.